Welcome, my fellow wannabes. Welcome to another edition of The Wannabe Critic. I am one of your hosts, Gabriel Fast. And I'm Mikey Collins. You're, go ahead. You can address yourself as one of the hosts. Oh, I'm, I'm a host. I you're guess. a co-host now. Welcome. Co-host. Welcome, Mikey. Welcome. Yeah, you're a co-host. Don't you ever freaking forget it, all right? Until you start paying some bills around here, you're the co-host, all right? You ride in the sidecar of the motorcycle, always, okay? Raj. Good, good. No, I'm just teasing. Mikey, thank you for carving out some time tonight. Um, We are discussing a listener question that got requested about a year ago, and I am super duper excited for this one, actually. Um, We are ranking... The top five best jokers. Mikey, I want to thank you for carving out some time to uh, to to do this. This is a listener question, actually. We have top five. Um, well, it was. I mean, the listener wasn't like, "Hey, rank these top five. We're just. We decided there's so many people that have played the Joker, actually, unbeknownst to me. Um, that I was like, okay, well, let's just do a top five. We'll, we'll throw out some honorable mentions. We'll kind of talk about some more, some of these people we should probably be familiar with, but aren't. And, um, you know, just, just have a good old fashioned Joker discussion. Maybe even touch on the comics a little bit too. First things first though. How you feeling, man? I'm feeling good. Feeling pretty good. Yeah. How do you think this is your third podcast on the show now? Um, Mm -hmm. how do you feel like it's been going? I'm decent, I guess. I, I, <laughs> I haven't heard any feedback, so I, in my mind, it's been going great. Yeah, I've enjoyed <laughs> it, honestly. I've enjoyed the uh, the camaraderie, and it's nice to have someone that um, you know I have a pretty personal connection with and uh, whatnot. Not saying that the, my other hosts, I don't have a connection with them, but it's just we've we've addressed this before. You know, we used to live together and. We're like brothers, basically. So it's it's nice to have someone consistent. You're like you're like what Jace used to be for me, kind of. And uh, well, he never comes on the freaking show anymore. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he's too busy. He's too busy for me. Anyways, <laughs> I digress. So, uh, what you been up to, man? Nothing. Just work and life. Still, I mean. Yeah, we've been, I've been f- doing we've been a bunch f- of research for this podcast. Yeah, I feel really bad because I didn't do any research, zero. Rookie. Literally, t- <laughs> literally ten minutes before we did this, we I was looking at the list of jokers and I was like, wow, there's a lot to talk about here. Actually, um, yeah, we've been fortniting quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying that, dude. That game has really, really sucked me in. Um, yeah, it's. It's, addic- it's not really addicting, I don't think. It's just like it's just fun. Yeah, it's just so. – talk about a complete 180. I mean right? it it is completely different than what it used to be. I actually just wrapped up the rest of my alter ego quests the other day or last night. Oh, really? Yep, I got them all. Nice. Yeah, so, I just finally got that white suit. So Nice. Very nice. Very cool. Well, let's get into it, man. Um, I think it's only right to kind of address, and I just want to let everyone know, Joaquin Phoenix is not on either of our lists. And here's why. Um, We, from multiple sources, I believe even Todd Phillips had said that, you know, this isn't the real Joker. It's somebody who did things to inspire who the Joker would become. And, you know, everything I've read about this character, everything I've seen about this particular portrayal, it's just very untraditional, 
um, you know, portrayal of a Joker. And I mean, Batman's not even in it. And I feel to fairly assess a Joker, you have to have some character other than the Joker be a part of it. You know what I mean? Because all these other characters have completely different circumstances, but also share one consistent circumstance, and that's they're surrounded by characters other than themselves. <laughs> you know? So Joaquin Phoenix playing portraying the Joker, he didn't have Harley Quinn. He didn't have any traditional format. And we're talking about different portrayals using a similar format and walking Phoenix just, you know, I'm sure it was a great performance, but he's not going to be on that list for that reason. Um, are you good with that, Mikey? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that makes the most sense. And, uh, you know, it's the same reason why the kid from Gotham isn't really going to be on it because he hasn't really come into his own. Li- I mean, have you watched Gotham? Yeah, I hear he actually did pretty good towards the end, but then there was like a twist thing that happened, and I, I, I mean, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but I mean, yeah, I didn't, I never really liked his character too much, but I, I like him as an actor. I mean, I really liked him in like Jedi Knight and stuff like that. But yeah. Other than that, nah. well, we just wanted to throw that out there. You know, Walking Phoenix won't be on this list. Also, another person. Let's let's kind of do some honorable mentions. Um. Some okay. people, you know, that I think probably deserve to be mentioned but didn't make our list. Um, Cesar Romero from the original Batman series. Yeah. Um, this is really, you know, the theatrical clown, uh, <laughs> you know, style of the Joker. The very slapstick, bang, boom, comic book style um, Joker. That Cesar, that's what Cesar Romero played. Um, never watched that show. I, I couldn't get into Adam West as, you know, as Batman, even though Adam West is Batman. Um, <laughs> I could never get into it. And, uh, I, I mean, I don't know. Do you, did you ever watch him ever? I watched a little bit when I was pretty young and I, I, I even didn't like it back then. Yeah. I, don't know, I think it was a different time. I think, I think the, probably the cultural gap between where we grew up and where kids grew up with that show is was completely different because we had we had that show we had all like all the old batman movies with like yeah. Schwarzenegger and jim carrey and all yeah. those and so i was just about even, to say that <clears throat> yeah so even like those and like have the jack nicholson movie too so yep. like after watching those and watching that show there's just like it's just no comparison really yeah, you even those those weren't even though those weren't amazing movies, like there's still like a giant difference. Yeah, well, I think the original 1989 Batman is uh, amazing. I mean, I love that movie, but you know, it is kind of hard. It, it would be one thing, you know, if you grew up actually watching the television show and then you got to watch, exactly. you know, the movies. But yeah, since we didn't have that luxury, you know, mm-hmm. we just grew up watching the Tim Burton movies. You know. Yep. Yep. And, you know, Batman Forever and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, he will not be on this list, but, you know, a lot of people love him. Mm-hmm. Um, another person that is not going to make this list uh, is, for me, anyways, there was one person I thought I saw. But maybe Spiner. not. Who? Brent Spiner. Who was he? Uh, he's Data from Young Justice. He does the uh, uh, Data from Star Trek. He does the Young <laughs> Justice Joker. <laughs> uh, and then Michael Emerson from Lost did the Dark Knight Returns Joker. Yeah, sure enough. Huh. 
yeah, so neither of those guys will be on this list either. Um, yeah. Uh, he plays Data from Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, how else are you guys going to know who that is? Yeah. What's his name? Michael Emerson? Brent Spiner. Oh, Brent Spiner. I don't see him on this list. Where is he? Jeff Bennett. Wataru Takagi. Takagi. <laughs> Yeah, what is he on? I saw him on he there. He is from uh, the Batman Ninja, the the anime. Oh, that makes which sense. I still haven't watched. Um, Me either. I, feel I dude, I we should watch it. Okay. We should watch it and you know do a review of it at some point. Do just like a a, a one off wannabe critics side quest thing. Which, by the way, welcome to wannabe critics side quest. Um, side quest is going to oh, yeah. be uh, just me and Mikey doing our own thing. Um, attacking topics like this. We're going to be going through the Clone Wars. We're going to be doing all kinds of things, so be on the lookout for it. Okay, let's get into our list, Mikey. We've 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 right. we've deterred long enough, and yes, I said turd. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think we both share number five, and yeah. uh, honestly, I had forgotten about this until you mentioned it, yeah. and I'm glad you did because it's a really, really solid portrayal of the Joker, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. Um, go ahead. Zach Galifianakis. The Zach Lego Galifianakis from the Lego Batman movie. Mm-hmm. That was um, that was a surprise to me. Yeah. Um, I I wasn't expecting that, and you know, you, you know, it's a good performance whenever you're you're putting your you're like who is, whose voice is that? Like, exactly. You know, and then whenever you find out, it's like, oh, that makes total sense. But you know, it, it didn't really quite. I didn't quite know it was him, you know, like he was actually, it sounded like he was really getting into the part, you know, mm-hmm. um, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. There was, uh, some pretty quirky one-liners and it really played off of the whole Batman, uh, Joker dynamic, you know, like the relationship that oh, they yeah. have. Um, what was one thing that you really liked about that performance? I just liked, like what you were saying about the Batman Joker relationship. I forget what, sh- what scene it is, but he's just like. He, he, along the lines of you'd be nothing without me you love me don't you yeah I love you <laughs> yeah he's just like all obsessed like you can totally tell he's obsessed with batman and that's that's what the joker is like at baseline is yeah batman is his, his obsession and that's the whole reason he is the joker yeah so i i think he did an amazing job of that and not and made it like funny and dark but also kid friendly at yeah. the same time i love how he he really he did a really good job of of doing that and that's hard to do with yeah a character well like he that, tapped into know? the he tapped into the whole caesar romero you know he tapped oh, into yeah. that energy for, for sure. sure and yeah. um yeah i i i really liked his performance i like in that movie whenever will arnett's like you're nothing to me, you know, and <laughs> just the look on his face. I mean, obviously it's animation, but you know, like mm-hmm. just that whole, like you said, that whole dynamic just makes a lot of sense. Um, yep. and I, I, I do agree with you, like making it kid friendly and it's, it's frustrating to me whenever people just go so dark with the Joker, yeah. like dark, yeah. dark. I mean, there was a comic I read, it's just called Joker. Oh yeah. That what yeah. The graphic novel. Yeah. I've never read that. It's yeah. And yeah, it's messed up stuff in there. Yeah. It's, it's by Brian Azzarello and mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's basically, it's depicting what looks like the Heath Ledger Joker is what it kind of looks like is the way he's drawn it. Apparently he just yeah, likes the way that face looks a little more jacked up though. Yeah. So he's like definitely, he's, distorted. yeah, he's just really gross looking and, um, it, it just, you know, it, it kind of, it, it takes the insanity of the Joker and just kind of, 
I don't know. They they really just went for a shock factor type thing. Yeah. And it just didn't land for me. And I know it probably landed for a lot of people. It's It's been super renowned, but... You know, I don't know. I feel like you can take the Joker and make him menacing, but make him like a cool character without having to make him just so unlikable. Because that's a big part of why people love the Joker is he's likable, you know, yeah, most of the time. For sure. Even in the comic, The Death of the Family, I, oh, you know, he's a menacing character. He he He's a respected character in that comic because... Of it just you know he's just one step ahead of everybody and yep. I I love that comic uh, yeah but you know there is a line and it just sometimes it just doesn't do it for me um, but anyways uh, number four what is your number four because I know we had different ones uh, mine is um, John DiMaggio from the actor who played the Joker in the Under the Red Hood uh, animated film. Yeah, that was a pretty good portrayal. I haven't seen that movie in a while, but um, I yeah, he he's scary, like what you were saying, you know, off mic. Yeah, he's he's. It, it's weird because like, it it, it kind of has like the um, the Cesar Romero esque, but mixed with a man, kind of a um like an Arkham City Joker, yeah. like because he's super funny. Yeah, but it's just all you're all you're just like, oh, my God, I would never want to be in a room with you because he, <laughs> he's just like because he's like it, there's a scene in that movie where he's he's talking to, I think, the black mask and he's just surrounded by a group of thugs and he's the black mask is trying to hire him to do a job. And he's just like, can you do this job to the Joker? And the Joker just ha- is sipping some water and he just wipes out the whole room in like 10 seconds. He's like yes, I'll take the job, <laughs> but he's just like, it, it's, but like, yeah, I just love that. Yeah. It's, just it's crazy the awesome. way that the, the voice coincides with the animation. Yeah. 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 And the way his voice too, it's different than like usual, usually how Joker sounds. So I just, I really appreciate how he portrayed the Joker in that movie. It's really good. Yeah. The diversity. Mm-hmm. My number four, and you're probably going to laugh at me. My number four is actually Jared Leto. Um, and here's why. So I feel like his approach is just so divisive, um, Mm -hmm. because he really, he really went with the whole clown prince of Gotham thing. And, um, for me that really worked. The thing that makes it hard sometimes is just all the face tattoos and stuff. Like just the way, you know, they like made him out to be like this playboy, like, you know, kind of like a backstreet boy type thing. And, you know, I, I think it was intentional for it to be so over the top theatrical and animated. Um, but at the end of the day, it's still the Joker. And I think whenever, I think whenever he needed to be the Joker, even though people couldn't take the way he looked seriously, like he still executed what he did with, you know, with style. I mean, yeah, um, I completely agree. If he was, if he looked any different, I think everybody would have loved that Joker. But totally, like just the whole the whole look of that is what throws me off. Yeah, it's like I can't. Well, I, I mean, can't yeah, and there's certain scenes that, like, whenever he's on the bridge with Harley Quinn, that to me is the best. I I go I go on YouTube and watch that scene sometimes because I love their chemistry and dynamic because is it feels like it's when she drops into the vat and oh, okay yeah 
to me, that is every bit of Harley Quinn and the Joker of what I remember watching whenever I was a kid in the Batman, the animated series. And mm-hmm. I totally felt that same way because you just got the sense of like, wow, she is smoking hot. And she loves this guy who's an idiot, you know? Yeah. And who could care less about it. Yeah, exactly. And just that scene really, you know, drove home and, and really just kind of spoke to, hey, this is this is to this is intentionally supposed to be viewed a different way. And, you know, even though he was portrayed that way, it's almost like maybe that's how he was feeling on the inside, but like was put it towards the outside because obviously the joker doesn't have face tattoos i think that's why they gave it to him to kind of give you a different flavor so to speak Mm -hmm. um yeah and like there's a couple scenes like when he's laughing like his laugh is 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 okay but like there's a couple scenes like when he's shooting and laughing that i'm like okay yeah i buy it and i'll never forget it i'll never forget his portrayal and i wish I'm, i'm sad that he probably won't ever be doing the joker again but it is what it is um and yeah, so I think we I don't know if we have I don't know if we have um the same number 3. Who do you have for number 3? Jack Nicholson. Oh, yeah, okay. So it is the same number 3. Mhm. Um so Jack Nicholson, let's talk about him for a minute. Jack right. Nicholson was he has been imprinted in my mind because I watched him when I was a little kid and for whatever reason, like I think he probably scared me the most as a, as a little kid. Yeah, I think, I think so. Um, especially like whenever he falls to his death, there's just something about that portrayal of the Joker that, you know, the gangster, you know, the whole gangster mentality and vibe totally Mm -hmm. comes across. And I don't know. I'm afraid of mob. Like I'm the, I'm afraid (laughs) of the mob. (laughs) I don't know that sounds weird, but I don't know, man. If you ever watch The Godfather, that, that's some pretty messed up stuff that happens in that. Um, but yeah, like I, I don't know. He just ever maybe maybe I'm afraid of gangsters because of Jack Nicholson. I don't know. What do you think? Or maybe because of The Godfather. <laughs> well, I want yeah, maybe so. I don't know. No, I mean I I I don't know. I don't remember watching it when I was super little, so that's maybe why I'm not so scared of it. I always just thought he was like so quotable. And like, I, I, I love how it, it goes from, it doesn't just start with the Joker. It shows yeah. him as a regular Jack Na- Yeah. Jack guy. Napier. Yeah. And then he's just completely betrayed and then he's turned into the Joker. And I, I, I think he did an amazing job. I know most people do that are, are Batman or Joker fans. Um, but I, I think he's definitely the most quotable and, I think when people think of the Joker, they'll either think of, I, yeah, they'll either think of him and two other people, and I, 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 I think he's amazing, and I love love what he did, especially the um, <clears throat> what's the, <laughs> this town needs an animal yeah. scene. I yeah. love that. I love that too. I love um. There's so many one-liners from that movie. Like oh yeah. Um. <laughs> also that Batman. I love that Batman. Too. Yeah, Michael Michael Keaton. Um, I love Michael Keaton. I, I like whenever Jack Nicholson's like, now remember, <laughs> you are my number one guy. <laughs> I, me, me and Ryan, dude, we always used to do that, like, whenever we were in the band together. Yeah. And I don't know, it's just, it's a really funny, it's a funny thing because that actor 
what was his name from City Slickers? <laughs> City Slickers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What's his name uh, uh, <laughs> oh, in that movie? Sally, Sir, yeah. <laughs> Slippy. <laughs> Slippy, <laughs> slimy, <laughs> Samsonite. Slimy, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, it, <laughs> yeah, he, uh, his, his portrayal of that and just, you know, the way he kind of riffed off of, I don't know. I think he used everything at his disposal to, to keep the the movie like really cohesive, you know. Because mm-hmm. I don't think I think if you would have not done that little bit about his boss, I think you probably would have forgotten about his boss. But for whatever reason, oh. it just it makes the story come together in a different way. Just little things that he does throughout the entire movie, and that's really what makes a good Batman Joker comic is you know kind of going back back to the beginning, you know, and. Yeah. There's, I think that's, you know, kind of the complexity of that relationship. And there's a comic called White Knight where Joker basically takes medicine to become sane. Mm-hmm. And he's leading a political campaign against Batman to make Batman be out, out to be the bad guy. And he's saying things and doing things and you're like, he's not wrong, you know. And I, mm. just little things like that, I think add to the add to that relationship and every time you see it i think you always you always think of what the other guy did or what the other story was and how it compares to whatever you know whatever guy you're watching does that make sense yeah yeah i can see where you're coming from with that yeah sure. yeah so i've never read that comic but you I mean, should sounds yeah you should it's really, really good interesting yeah it's it's really good it really blew me away i have a, a youtube video coming out about it here in the next few weeks so um yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, let's move it along. Um, I know that seems like we're probably kind of, you know, just going over it. But, I mean, you know, at the same time, it's there's only so much you can say about different portrayals of the same character. And, yeah, you know, I... Without, without quoting without, the entire movie. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, it, with two guys, you know, it kind of moves along. And usually when you have a third for, like, a buffer, it can go a little bit different. But we don't have a buffer. It's just you and me, Mikey. Um so our our two are flopped. Yeah. Um, I'll go first. My okay. number two is Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's your number one, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So Heath Ledger took a iconic performance because you know there wasn't really any big. I feel like in pop culture, it was like you had two Jokers. You had Heath Ledger, and then you had Jack Nicholson in pop yeah. culture before the Arkham games really came out. Mm-hmm. And um, the they are two completely different characters. Yeah, you have no. Jack Nicholson's Jack Nicholson's Joker, who is this kind of this pompous, you know, gangster like, you know, he's he's confident. Whereas you have an Heath Ledger's Joker almost kind of had a insecure side a little bit. I, I don't know about that. Um, Well, just like whenever... Okay, for, for instance, this is what makes me think this. Whenever they're in the, the room with all the gangsters, you know, mm-hmm. and Gambit is like... Gambit. You're... Or not Gambit, uh... What's that's the, the like the black guy who's the gangster that he ends up killing later? What's his name? I can't remember. I don't remember. He's like in the he's like, Gimme give, give me a good give me one good reason why I shouldn't have my boy here pop your head off. Like Yeah. 
I can't remember his name, but somebody calls him crazy or a freak or something like that. And he goes, no, I'm not. Oh, yeah. He goes, no, I'm not. So that to me, that, that speaks volumes to where he might be at. It's like, it, this is the first time I think the Joker's ever really had something to prove, but just slightly, like you only get a little hint of it. And mm-hmm. I've I've always thought that was kind of an interesting character choice for him to defend. Because, you know, the Joker would be like, oh, yeah, like, I am crazy. Like, he just embraces it. There's no insecurity whatsoever. There's no, um, like, there's no visible sadness, rarely ever, aside from in the killing joke. Um, yeah. But I always thought that that was kind of an interesting choice. And then you kind of see the release or the clarity throughout the movie whenever he finally does have his plans working up until the very end where it fails. Um, and just that, the, the acting you, you totally forget that it's Heath Ledger acting as the Joker. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't see it as an insecurity. I see it as one big plan throughout the entire movie. Cause I mean, anytime something happens to him, he already has the next two steps planned. Like, especially when he gets put in jail, he, he planned that. And then when that guy comes in the jail cell, he planned that. Yeah. Like, and then his escape, he planned that. Like, I, I, I don't think it was an insecurity. I think it's just a thing of like, no, I'm not insane. I know exactly what's going to happen next. And you guys have no idea. Yeah. So I, I feel like it was more of like, rather than insanity, more of like a, a really intense game of chess that he's the only one that knew how to play, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I get that. So, and, and I, I agree with you. And that's kind of where I'm coming from is he is, he is, he does have all these steps ahead. He is way ahead of these guys. So whenever mm-hmm. someone questions that or questions that he's, um, you know, question, it's kind of like whenever, you know, you've done your job, right? Like you already know mm-hmm. you're right. Yeah. And then someone's like, Oh, well, no, you didn't. And you're like, okay, mm-hmm. well, uh, actually I did. And it kind of, it doesn't hurt your feelings, but it just kind of pisses you off a little bit. So yeah, yeah, maybe it's not insecurity. It's more of just like, you don't even know what you're talking about type thing. Yeah. You know, so that, I could, yeah, that's, that seems to make a lot more sense yeah. rather and, than that. Cause yeah. Insecure isn't the right word. That's that you, you basically hit the nail on the head for what I was going for, but just kind of a, I guess showing emotion, you know, showing an emotion mm-hmm. like that just seems kind of yeah. out of character, you know, whereas you don't really see that from anybody else. Um, mm, I loved that, though. Oh, like me too. That, me too. I, that's that, that's why he's at the, you know, near the top of my list. Yeah, it made him seem like, I don't want to say like all other Jokers seem not human, but he I agree. seemed like... A real you know guy. I mean? like, yep. Yeah, like he seemed like that could be a real person. Like that's not... But I th- that's the whole point of that whole trilogy, though. They were trying to make everything seem real. Yeah, totally. So, but but no. I think, yeah, I think that was amazing. Yeah, his one well, just, you know, like his body language, like the one scene mm-hmm. where they blow up the hospital and oh, the, the pyrotechnics well, don't go off whenever they're supposed yeah. to. I love that. So <laughs> the pyrotechnics don't go off whenever they're supposed to. And he is still fully in character. Yeah. You know, whenever it finally does decide to go off and just a multi-layered 
performance overall you know especially yeah. whenever whenever he's whenever he's dressed up as the maid that's like straight out of a comic or straight out of like the animated series that's something that the animated series joker would do you know right on. um and i think that heath ledger is definitely the best live action portrayal of the joker of all time for sure for, for me sure, yeah. for me anyways um me too yeah and i mean i i don't really ever get sick of it if only if only the Dark Knight didn't have Two Face in it. If only. What do you mean? I just feel like it totally. You have this side thing going on, and you're you're so focused on the Joker, and then Two Face is just kind of there. Like it just feels like they wanted to show off what they could do with CGI. And every time I watch that movie, and the Two Face stuff, I like the Harvey Dent stuff, but like don't make him full on Two Face, and then don't kill him right then and there. Like pretty much at the end of the movie, like. I would have left him alive personally. Like I would have shown off what had happened to him at the end of the movie and left, yeah. you know, but I, I just feel like having it end, having it end the way they end it with Harvey Dent, it just feels wrong. I feel like Harvey Dent should have been away. Really? Yeah. I feel like Harvey Dent should have been away. And then Joker could have had like a backup plan to somehow have commissioner Gordon's family, you know, and like, you know, held captive basically. And then, you know, it could have been like a similar thing, but I'm not trying to More take like away two parter rather than a, a like a sequel. Trying to say? No, I just I think that they could have left Two Face out of the whole movie, and I think it would have been better. Because <laughs> every time I watch it, I'm like, why is this in here? I don't I don't understand. You know, it it doesn't do a thing for me. Really? No. Man, I love. No. Like I think, like so, his relationship with Rachel is a little cringy at times for me. Like, I mean, it's still good, but I, I mean, I, I love that because it's, that's the whole, whole reason that, that Bruce is even thinking about giving up on, on being Batman, that whole movie, because like he sees what the good that he's doing. And then it, I think it does a really good job of showing why he turns while also giving the character Joker, because everybody knows who the Joker is. Yeah. So I, I think like them not focusing so much on Joker and giving Harvey more screen time than I don't know where where it came down to who have more screen time. Yeah. But I mean, it seemed it seemed even to me, and I everybody wants to see the finale be Joker and Batman. I mean, obviously. Yeah. So, but I feel like I feel like they did a really good job personally because he. I, I felt invested in Harvey Dent's because, like, he's the White Knight, you know? Not, like, comic, but that's what yeah. they call him in the series. And he was the White Knight, whereas Batman's the Dark Knight. Yeah. So, I I don't know. I, I, I really liked it. I've, I've never never thought about it as in a, in a, like, a waste of time. Especially the interaction between Two-Face and Joker. I love that scene. That's awesome. Like, him and the... Yeah. I mean, I can totally see what you're saying. Like, the... The showing off of CGI, but I mean, like, it was really good. I mean, why the why the heck not? Because yeah. it was like, especially the acting between, because they're both great actors. Yeah. So I mean, you could tell they were putting all they had into those scenes they had together. So yeah, I really, especially the the hostage hostage scene with um, uh, commissioner's family. I loved that because you could tell like he was totally distraught over what happened and. I feel like if they would have kept him around, like, I don't know. I feel like exactly what they were talking about, like, the whole city being like, well, then what the, what the heck were we doing following this guy? He's just as bad as everybody he's been putting yeah. in jail. 
Yeah. But no, I, I can I get see it. where you're coming from though. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not saying I'm not saying that the movie is bad, obviously. No, I, I think yeah, it's amazing. No. I just I think that's probably the if there was to be a weak part about of that movie, to me that's the mm-hmm. weakest part, hands down. Yeah. Um yeah, easily. For for me personally, I think as it stands that that movie could be a 10 out of 10 without the without as with 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 a different way to do two-face um mm-hmm. but that's just me you know i i some of it does work for me like the hospital scene totally works for me oh yeah it's amazing um the commissioner gordon's or like the commissioner's family doesn't do it doesn't really do it for me really yeah i, I don't know man i must just be dead inside but man, i just i loved like because it was like they had him in the first movie they had him in the second movie and like they just did tiny callbacks because you, especially the boy thing, like because that scene where the cop shows up to tell her that he's dead and Batman is just like sitting on the ledge, just looking at her son. Yeah. Oh my gosh, like that's I was just like, oh, man. The, no, that remember, that stuff I like. I, I like yeah. that. I'm talking about whenever Harvey has the family captive at the end. Man, you don't like man. No, I don't. Uh, I just I love that scene. Yeah, I'm, I I like I said, you know, I I think I the more I watch like. I don't know. I need to watch it again. It's been a few years since I watched it, but it gives me the feels. Cause that's like, especially right after all that goes down and he's just like, just going, he, you can tell he's got like a broken ankle or something and he's just sprinting as hard as he can. And you can hear those dogs barking behind him. And yeah. Like that music. Kicks oh, in. the I get chills. Oh yeah. I, 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 I love that part of it. I, I'm literally, I'm literally all plays together. Yeah. I'm literally talking about just the, the interaction between Harvey, Batman, and the family. Mm-hmm. That's no, what, yeah. I, yeah. I, but yeah, what you're I talking am, about, the very, that. the very, very end where he's like, he has to, like, he has to do this because that's who he is type thing, all that, you know. No, yeah. That, whenever he's that, talking, I love but, that. Yeah, I love that too, but just like how the Harvey Dent and the hostage scene rolls into that is why yeah. I think it has so much emotion. But I mean, maybe not for you because you said you don't really have any feelings about it but that that what that's what gets that all worked up for me is yes because harvey didn't gone totally you're like what what the so yeah and i think that's the biggest thing and we're you know we're we're seriously digressing from our main com or main conversation but sorry no no i i think it's good to talk about because i i there's just something about harvey dent dying that it's a disconnect Mm -hmm. for me it's like okay he's dead yeah i i just I don't care, you know, and I, I, I didn't care the first time I watched it. Um, wow. I've never, I've always, I've, I think I've always felt this way, you know, and obviously I walk out of the movie going, wow, that was friggin' amazing, you know, yeah. and every time I watch it, I'm like, wow, this is an amazing movie. Like, mm-hmm. it, it'd be good to do like a deep dive sometime. We're, we're going to do yeah. Batman. I think we might have to do just do a Batman series. Right on. So. I'm down. All right. We're going to revisit this at another time. Okay. All right, so time for my number one. You are number two. These mm-hmm. are flip flopped. Mark Hamill as yeah. the Joker um, from the animated series. He's been in the Arkham series. He was in the Batman Beyond series. Um, he is a, the iconic voice of the Joker. And whenever I read a comic book. I hear his voice. Yeah, me too. Um, anytime I see the Joker, I'm thinking like uh, Mark Hamill. He just he he's iconic as as the Joker, um, and just kind of brought it in a different way that than anyone else. You know, he 
he's really it's a sinister you know it's the sinister vibe to it it's this, it's like playfully sinister you know it's like sin- he's playful but at the same time it's he has an agenda it's like the cartoon version of heath ledger he's always two or three steps ahead you know oh yeah um yeah, but in a funny way <laughs> yeah but in a funny way and like the joker and especially in arkham city arkham oh, city and arkham knight i think probably are my favorite portrayals of his joker for sure just because yeah spoiler alert like in Arkham Knight, Batman's just having hallucinations, and Joker just appears at the most random times. I know. And it's just, like, he scared me a couple of times. He's actually, like, startled me. Like, you come out of a door, and he's just there. It's like, whoa. Like, what? Yeah. You know, where did you come from? And mm-hmm. I I don't think I ever had an experience quite like what I had in Batman, the Arkham series. You know, and I, I really, f- I, I feel like I got to know that character um, yeah. and you know, I feel like I've always known that character just because I grew up, I grew up watching him and listening to him, you know? And mm-hmm. for me, he's, he's my number one Joker. That's who I like the most for sure. Yeah. Yeah. For me, like I, I really stressed about who to like, I would, I would flip flop them. Cause like, I, I love Mark Hamill. I think he has the best Joker laugh of all time, like hands down by far for me. And the only thing that, like, put Heath Ledger in front of Mark Hamill for me is because I don't want to downgrade Mark Hamill by any means because he's amazing and he's, like, in Star Wars and all that and he's awesome. But for Heath Ledger's Joker, he actually had to be there and, like, like have the mannerisms and have the bot Like you were talking, like, the just the, the posture and, like, yeah. how he moved his body. It, he was completely joker and that's yeah. that's the only reason i have him ahead of mark hamill but mark hamill's done so much more than Heath Ledger with all the animated series and the video games and and even the the movies he's done like i i yeah. love mark hamill because those video games are insanely good yeah I, and yeah. Like, anytime i think about the joker i think about mark hamill too like yeah because I, I don't I, I love heath ledger's joker but i think about those video games like because those that was the first time I was ever really exposed to the Joker other than like Jack Nicholson. Yeah. I, I, the first time I played Arkham City, I was like, holy crap. Because I, I didn't play Arkham Asylum first. I played City first. Yeah. I started those video games. I was like, gosh, the Joker is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Who, I didn't even know it was voiced by Mark Hamill. Yeah. And then I found that out later and I was like, what? No way. So, yeah, I love I love mark hamill so much as the joker yeah i do too and and to go to your point about heath ledger like heath ledger like locked himself in his apartment for like two weeks and like mm-hmm. barely showered and did anything and like just kind of came up with this sleazy character and his best friend one of his best friends came in and like he did this thing and this guy like said he got chills because you know that wasn't heath ledger you know is what it basically says like he was the joker at that point mm-hmm. and um it's kind of wild whenever you think about it, but yeah, I mean, you know, Mark Hamill, there's, there's just footage and he just doesn't look like the Joker. You know, I don't think yeah. that they could do a live action version of the Joker unless he lost about 70 pounds. Yeah. Um, well, they kind of tried in the flash series. He was, um, what's his name? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking about, but it wasn't, he did good. Yeah. But it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. You could totally just, tell like if he would have ever did live action, it would have just like, yeah, no. Yeah. The voice is there and the spirit is there. Oh, 100%. And it's, yeah. you know, it's nice. You can see Rocksteady released a video of him kind of getting into character. They were filming him while he was recording for the Joker. Mm-hmm. 
And um, you could see him just like kind of embodying the Joker. Yeah. You know, but he had he had something visual to work with. He was almost like he was working with a partner because of how the Joker was drawn or that that was animated. So he was like working with somebody basically whenever you think about it. He was looking at a model, the gestures, and he was able to to completely complement it with his voice. So it's it is it is two different styles of work. And, um, you know, I think I think you could flip flop Heath Ledger or Mark Hamill at any time and. Yeah, that's that's yeah. what I really struggled with. <laughs> yeah, I could imagine. I can imagine. But I think this is a super solid list overall. There's some diversity, um, especially towards the bottom of our list and the top. Mm-hmm. Our number fours are swapped and our number our number um oh wait, no, you had a different number four than me. Yeah. So that's pretty good. But you know, I was I was excited we could finally get to listening to this um or not listening, to recording this uh this podcast because it's been something I've wanted to talk about, and it's been on my list of things to record for a long time. I just haven't been able mm-hmm. to get to it, you know. Yeah. So, and finally, you know, I have a built-in partner to be able to do it. So, everybody, that concludes our Joker discussion, the official wannabe critic list. We have, at number five, we both have Zach Galifianakis. At number four, mm-hmm. you have Jared Leto and... John DiMaggio at number mm-hmm. three you have Hugh or not, not Hugh Jackman you have Jack Hugh Nicholson Jack- <laughs> 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 it's been a long day dude I recorded like three other podcasts today um oh. yeah podcast life hashtag um at number three you have Jack Nicholson at number two for me you have uh Heath Ledger for Mikey you have Mark Hamill, and then for my number one, you flip-flop them. You have Heath Ledger and Mark Hamill the other way around. That's a super Mm -hmm. solid list. I think they're definitely the best of the best of the people who have portrayed the Joker, and it's a shame that we didn't have time to um, go into... It's a shame we didn't have time to go (laughs) deeper in depth this time, but I'm feeling a Joker volume two of maybe our favorite Joker stories, top three favorite Joker stories told in the comics. What do you say? Yeah. I mean, there's definitely, there's a definite list there that you got a lot to work with. So I'm down for that. Okay. Fantastic. And we can kind of work it in with our, uh, our comic series that we are, that we are currently trying to develop. So, well, that's going to wrap it up, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for sticking around. Um, Mikey, thank you again for uh, making time and scheduling this. You can always write in with your opinions. We will read them on the show at geeklybyweekly1 at gmail.com. You can follow me and message me personally at the wannabe critic on all social media. Check me out on YouTube. Um, don't be afraid to hit us up on any social media platforms. Mikey, do you have anything you want to plug, my G? Uh, no, not really. (laughs) Awesome. I like the way you roll. Well, we thank you so much for all that you've done for us, ladies and gentlemen. And we thank you for, uh, for listening and and giving us feedback always. Um, please, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Give us ideas, give us things to talk about, and we will see you guys next time.